We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. <laughs> All right. We are here. We're eating cake. That's right. There, uh, there's nothing that sets the tone for a Friday show like a nice piece of cake. That's right. Of creamsicle cake. It's it's delicious. It really is a good morning cake. I took one bite and I said I could eat this whole thing. Yeah. I'm definitely eating this whole piece. I I'm probably going to dig into a little bit more yeah. than just this whole piece, if we're going to be honest. But, no, we're continuing on. We have our – I'm so excited to have our friends Gina and Bethany from the SPCA back in studio for the first time in over a year. going to hang out with us for at least a little bit here to talk – we're all eating cake together. Let them eat cake. This is the, this is the greatest uh, start to the show ever is what we were saying. But, no, it's kind of the return – we're coming back. Yes. We have our friends back in studio. We have the Taste of Buffalo back this weekend. And, you know, things are they're slowly coming back to normal. And, you know, I, Fourth of July weekend might have been that in a big way for a lot of people. Maybe it was the marathon for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think it's this weekend for uh, a lot of people. This weekend, it's, it's the first big outdoor festival. People going Taste of Buffalo, which we didn't even know was going to happen. And then originally, oh, it's a ticket. There's going to be two people there. And now it's open to everybody. And you know what that means? You don't have to pay to go to a beer tent. And when I think (laughs) summer, I think the beer tent. And not these festivals you have to pay just so you can go sit the beer tent. This is the beer tent at the Taste of Buffalo. Summer is officially underway in Buffalo. And, you know, to that, I'm interested to know if you have a lawn fate that's going on, if you have any of these little things that are going that usually happen, haven't happened in the last year, let us know. 803-0930. You can give us a call throughout the morning. You can send us a text on our Volkswagen Vorch Park text board. If you have info and you really want us to hold on to it and remember it, uh, you might want to send that to newsroom at WBEN.com. <laughs> but, you know, to get a list and get people excited if they're looking to come back to a lot of these events. And as we mentioned, Gina and Bethany are with us still live in studio. It's the return of these events. Don't bring your dog to the Taste of Buffalo. It's not a good idea. No. I don't think they're allowed in the first place, but even if you were thinking about it, it's not the best idea. No. It's a hard thing for them to enforce, I think, because it's always discouraging. Yeah. People still bring their animals. Like the stroller. Stroller dogs. I mean, it's all the same, and you're running through, and it's too crowded. Not the best scenario, even though I'm sure every dog would love to be at a food festival. <laughs> You know, maybe a doggy food festival at some point, but not this on one. On the grass. On the grass. Some people in Lewiston last week, you know, we went down by the ice cream by the water, and there were people who were walking with their dogs, but they're focused on their ice cream and looking at the water, and some of the dogs 
were panting so heavily, and that laptop gets so hot. And I thought, geez, you know, you're so distracted looking at other things. Sometimes you're not watching. The heat stroke is slowly setting in on your animal, but you're not watching your animal 24 seven. So. It can be, it can be dangerous. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Um, another thing, if you do tech, uh, call in 803-0930, we do have a new spelling bee champion. Uh oh. Um, yes, I saw that this morning. Last night, do you know the eighth grade girl who won the spelling bee also holds the Guinness World Record for the amount of basketballs <laughs> being dribbled simultaneously? Oh, I thought it was juggling. Was it juggling or dribbling? I well, it's, I it's, thought it's dribbling. I can't. There's oh, no way it's juggling. Juggling basketballs? If it's juggling I really six think basketballs, I, I can picture that more than, than dribbling six basketballs. Uh, you I'm can. Gonna, I'm gonna Google it. Hang on, guys. I, I'm pretty sure it's dribbling. <laughs> but anyways, it yeah. is. It's it's a very nice achievement. And so if you call in, we're gonna put you to the test. We're gonna do our own spelling bee. It's you versus at least Joe and uh, maybe some more of us. I've, I've never been a good speller. The, the greatest thing to happen for me uh, was in the middle of my schooling. They invented spell check, um, and it just automatically came up on, on a word pad. You know, you didn't have to actually press the button because I would forget. And I'll tell you, I think that probably graduated me from high school. <laughs> the little squiggly line. Yes, yes. yes. As, we, as we just learned from that sentence that Joe uh, <laughs> spoke, that's what graduated him from high school. Oh, um, no, but I, uh, so I was also um, talking about a new car that I got, and I, everyone who's listening to this show is sick of me talking about it. But I made a rule that my dogs are not allowed in the car with me anymore. It's only my wife's car. If we're going to, like, the dog park or something like that, dropping them off for a play date, um, sorry, but there's only I'm not getting all the hair in the new car. Well, we have a we have a perfect dog van ready for that. How does your wife feel about that? I mean, it's pretty much uh, it's it's gone. I mean, it was both of our cars before <laughs> okay. that, and so her car's already seen the slobber, the hair, the everything right. else, the baby so, food. Yeah, so it would be nothing new um, for that. So I, we have that new rule, and it should be just kind of a rule if you're taking your dog. With a car, there's a lot of things to be mindful of just to begin with. My back seat has one of those slings in it. I have a water bowl. I have a towel. I have two towels in case they get muddy so I can wipe them down and then wipe them down again. Extra leashes. Yeah, I hear you. There's a lot that goes to taking your dog anywhere. You have more in your car for the dog than I do for my kid. That's <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I don't have kids, so I'm, I, I'm not saying uh, the dogs are my kids because that's not so. But. I, I should have more for both in my car, but I, I don't really. If you um, have car seats, I think you're good. The car. What do you think about the dog uh, seat belts that are out there? They like hook up to the harness. I saw that on uh, Shark Tank. My, that, that was a Shark Tank thing. Yeah. yeah. My dogs hated it. Yeah. They really? hated it. So I ended up returning them. I don't. I'm a little. I don't know. I, I'm hit and miss on it because it's it's a great thing in theory. Mm-hmm. The only thing is my dogs are so excited when you open the door to get to wherever they're going. Because, you know, they know when they go in the car, they're going somewhere fun. So they're so excited that, you know, they try and jump out and they're still attached to the car seat. And we've had it happen <laughs> oh. before. It's like, no, no, no. Like, you're still like, oh. And they get kind of like yourself. slung back into the car seat. Don't do that. What is the safest uh, place for the dog to be in the car? Or is there a safer a safer place than others for the... On your lap, 
in While the middle driving? of the yes, 190. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that would be fine. Oh. That would be fine on the 198. <laughs> yes. yes. You're going 30 miles an hour. No, no that's not. Don't listen to me. That's yeah. not the right one. But is there a safer place that's safer for the dog, safer for you in the car? I don't really know. Mine just stay in the back seat. And because I have that sling up, I assume that if we got into an accident, they couldn't propel forward into me. But Gina, do you know? I would sure. Well, I, I know that wherever they cannot interfere with you, you have to have them secure. Oh. I think that's the most part, important part. Wherever they are, you don't want them to be able to get underneath the mm-hmm. the pedals where you know you oh, yeah. be able to break. Some dogs are that small and they can get down there. And so I think it's more important to have them secure. But no, when it comes to location, I would almost think it must be the same as a baby if you have a small dog. Yeah, I don't know. We should find out, guys. An- another thing that you said last summer that has stuck with me, is, and because I didn't think of it until you said it last summer, which now it's obvious, uh, the pavement when it gets really hot for oh, dogs' paws. Yeah, we shared a story on our website, on the Summer of Pet Tips on our website. I think that uh, WGRZ ran the story, and it showed a dog's pads were burned right off oh. from being on the blacktop too long. And, you know, that's something you really don't think about. You think the animals can handle this, but as soon as we try walking barefoot on a hot pavement or on a hot blacktop, yeah. forget it. The first mm-hmm. thing you want to do is get your shoes, and that's another thing we forget. It's not just the blacktop either. I, my uh, deck in the back is composite, and the sun hits it in oh, the yeah. afternoon. And mm-hmm. it, I, as you mentioned, you walk on it barefoot, and you know that it heats up fast. If there's no cloud cover or anything like that, Yeah. and it's, I mean, it is a challenge to get my, like my one dog is a sunbather. And she will just lay out there. I mean, she would cook like a lobster if I <laughs> let her. I mean, she would stay out there. She loves it so much, just being in the warmth. And I have to take, you know, all 55 pounds of her and just, like, oh. she a dead weight and, like, pick her up and try and drag her inside mm-hmm. because she just doesn't want to come in. But, I mean, it's another one of those things you have to want. It, it's, if it's too hot for your feet and you're kind of doing, like, the little – the dance um <laughs> it's probably too hot for the dog you know another interesting summer tip that came our way a couple of years ago corn cobs mm. and i never it never would have occurred to me as a child to give our dog the corn right on the cob but apparently a lot of people do and they can't break down the cob that can be fatal and that's another interesting one that we recently added to our list of summer tips i, I would have never thought yeah. to uh I give my dog a corn cob. Give my dog a whole cob of corn. I never heard of that either. Well, I'm excited to have you. Do, do you want to take a shot? Spelling, spelling? B? <laughs> I'll put the three of you to the test and we'll oh, go through well, right now. I mean, I'm obviously out, but all right. I'm, I'm we'll, we'll go through. Who wants to? We'll go this way. We we'll, should ask Joe to spell aesthetic because his back is to it right now. That's not fair because you guys are looking right at it. Well, <laughs> well we're going to start. We're going to start with Gina. Oh, oh, okay, I'm ready. We're going to start with Gina. <laughs> Gina, your word is American. Oh, come on, really? That is your word, American. A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N. American, there Ooh, we go. Thank you, thank you. Capital A, Gina? America. Capital A, yes. Capital right A, you have no, to. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay, um, we're going to go now to Bethany. Bethany, mm. your word is national. Oh, N-A-T-I-O-A, or, uh, N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L. See, at the script spelling bee? They take me I out. I think they would have taken you out, yes. but yeah. you're you're here at the B-Maz and Beamer spelling bee. That's why you're, you're allowed. I'm redeemed. Yes. That's why all Sweet. the spellers right. ask the question 18 times. Yes. They take the clock out because they want to make sure that they don't stutter. They spell it to themselves a million times. Oh, right. that's why they do that? Yeah. Oh, I often I wondered. Either, no. We'll turn now to Joe. Joe, your word is Maria. 
Maria. Oh, oh. Joe, we've asked him we've now. Before you I've say, I heard this spelled three times already. Before you say this is too tough of a word because this is the word that won the spelling bee last night. Oh. I've asked Joe to spell this twice on the air this morning already, and we've heard the correct spelling three different times. So okay, M U R R Y A. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all right, it's M U R R A Y A. I'm sorry, Joe. I knew the Y, but I, I had the right placement of the Y this time. You did. All right, you just forgot one letter. Monday, like said, I'll get it right. Wheel of Fortune rules. <laughs> you would have done great. Oh yeah, yeah. But I had all the I had all the letters again. Unfortunately, spelling bee rules. Fifth time's a charm. Yeah, if we we'll uh, see. try, but before the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are you're, you're the winners. Well, Gina is really. So yeah, it got I progressively mean, worse. And Gina did well. I had a mess up, and so did you. Both went. Our prize for the spelling bee is mean, uh, a beautiful dreamsicle creamsicle uh, cake. Oh, so. I'm so glad that we brought our prize. <laughs> Feel free. Feel free to dig in uh, throughout the rest of the show. Well, hey, thank you both for uh, sticking around and spending the time with us. And like we said, it's great to have you back in the studio. And thanks for the cake. It's fun to be here. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for the cake. Uh, Creamsicle cake again? From Eileen's Bakery. This is, I mean, I I have to give like three thumbs up to I've never had one before. (laughs) Three thumbs up. Um, Just the extra one because this is great. I've never had it before. I've. This might be one of my new favorites. Well, this is there's really plenty good. left. This is the and, new uh, breakfast cake. Well, and I, we'll look forward to next Friday when you bring it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see about that. We'll set a precedent here. Um, okay, so if you want to weigh in, 803-0930. You can uh, take Joe to task and myself, uh, spelling bee. We'll have Jimmy uh, pick out words that uh, me and Joe can't see. So you can spelling bee uh, champion here on BMAS and Beamer. Right now it's uh, Bethany and Gina who are our two champs. We also have, uh, you can let us know, summer festivals, events, yes. what is going on, uh, what we should make plans for. A lot of the stuff people don't know, what's still going on, you can let us know, 803-0930, uh, along with taking on us in the Spelling Bee Championship. And also, what is your go-to bad breakfast food? Ah, I get what you're saying. Because right now, for us, it's cake. It's this cake, yes. I've sometimes, I've done ice cream. I know for a lot of people, it's Pop-Tarts. And that's kind of, that's marketed as a breakfast food. Right. I don't know if that necessarily counts. But I, all of it does. Donuts can be a bad breakfast food. Coffee cake can be a bad breakfast food. Ooh. I've had straight Oreos and milk for breakfast before. Half the cereals that are out there are basically like eating dessert. Do you put the Pop-Tart in the toaster? I don't like it toasted. Ooh. See, I've I've done a complete 180 on this because I prefer it to be toasted. Just eating it out of the vending machine, I have to be really hungry. I should uh, s'mores pop tart toasted. Ooh. That's pretty good. Game changer. All yeah. the other ones, I'm not a big. I in the freezer, I like that better than toasted. Yes, that's my uh, that's my stance on that at least. But I've kind of gone away. I've had a pop tart in a very long time. I've been doing pretty good with that as I sit here and eat my cake for breakfast. I was going to say, I can't. I can't say the same. I uh, So what is your go-to guilty pleasure for breakfast? You can let us know, 803-0930. Yeah. Um, can, now, can like a fast food breakfast count as a guilty pleasure breakfast? I guess it depends on what it is. Because I have to say this. Um, there, there will be mornings where I wake up and, uh, you know, I need... A greasy breakfast. Let's just put it that way. And McDonald's used to have a steak and egg bagel sandwich. 
And I'm not a big, I used to be a big McDonald's person. I used to be a big person. And um, when I would frequent McDonald's, I would have that bagel sandwich. Now, if I'm going to McDonald's, it's in the morning and it's for that sandwich. If, you know, I need a heavier breakfast when I wake up. I don't think that counts. That doesn't count? Okay. I say, uh, the, See, I'm trying to just set what the uh, standard is here. To me, it's if you can also call your breakfast a dessert, if you can serve that after dinner's over and no one bats an eye to it, ah, okay. that to me counts as the guilty pleasure I see. breakfast. Setting the standard here. This cake, we're eating it for breakfast. If you served it after dinner, I think that's when it's supposed to be I'd served. also be very happy, yes. I A Pop-Tart, even. I've yeah. had Pop-Tarts for dessert. Yeah. It's a pastry at the end of the day. That's exactly what it is. A donut, things like that. I get I, it. If that is, um, I think that's our standard. Okay. It can also be a dessert. We have... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing over here. We got we got <laughs> games being played here. This is like this is an ultimate Friday, but uh, we're we're gonna take a break. We want uh, your thoughts and comments and everything. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Thanks again to Gina and Bethany for joining us in studio. You're listening to BMAS and Beamer on WBEM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh, no better song to kick off Friday. Welcome back. It's Beamaz and Beamer on News Radio 930 WBEN. Brian and I are still working on this cake. Yeah. And that sets the tone, right, for the whole show. Cakes? Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out eating cake at uh, 9 a.m. That pretty much is Beamaz and Beamer. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing. Um, and So we've been asking you, what what's your uh, go-to terrible breakfast food uh, that you eat? Mike, you're on WBEN. Uh, let's hear it. Well, now, first of all, guys, I got to tell you, with when it comes to Pop-Tarts coming from a current diabetic, the only way to eat Pop-Tarts is with Fluffernutter on them. Jeez. <laughs> what flavor Pop-Tart? Well, I'm a brown sugar cinnamon or a, or a blueberry kind of guy. Oh, classic. Classic. 
That's too much. That's too. That's too much. But now I, I, is and I like how that's an aside. We're asking your guilty uh, breakfast food. Your pop tarts not, with fluff yeah. is not your answer. <laughs> no, that's not my answer, Mr. Beamer. I'm very really disappointed in you. I've heard that a few times. That you have not had what I'm about to say. What is the best breakfast food in the world? What is that? You were a college guy, right? Yes. Maz, were you a college guy? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're using the term loosely here. I know. What, what parts of college did we excel at? I don't know. <laughs> Just attending. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I got the attendance award. Showing up. Well, now my go-to breakfast food, cold pizza. Well, co- okay. Cold pizza, I-, I could definitely see. Especially, you know, you wake up and you wake up where the party was, and the box of pizza still sitting out. Yeah, I'll grab a slice. I don't think, Mike, that I don't know if I'd want to qualify that with all the other terrible foods that we're talking about for breakfast. Now, there was you might have heard this story because I think it was uh, it's been out there for like a few years. Every year they bring it back up in the news. One of those. Where okay. a slice of old pizza, like cold pizza from the night before, has more nutritional value than a standard bowl of cereal. And now I don't know exactly what cereal they're using, but I'm guessing like Fruit Loops or you know something along those Frosted Flakes, something along those lines. So right. th- that being said, I don't know if it 100% counts as a terrible breakfast food. I think it might be all right. So my pop tarts with fluff and utter wins. Yeah, I think that's definitely worse, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say of also, the two. Also, definitely trying it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you give Joe a menu item. That's his lunch yeah. today. Hey, Mike, thanks so much for the call. Great to talk with you. That's Mike out in Chictawaga, who's talking to us. I, um, you know, the pizza thing. I, I don't know if that counts. Like I said, I think to be in the conversation of the bad breakfast food. I'm thinking of things that you eat for breakfast that can just as easily be served after dinner and people wouldn't question it. You're talking sweet dessert treats that people eat as breakfast. Yes. Yeah, because I've seen a lot of things I agree with. I agree with the cold pizza. I agree with the leftover Mighty Taco. We've all gotten that Mighty Pack we can't finish, and we finish it out of the fridge the next morning with the cold cup of cheese. Protein. Yeah. So I mean, you know. (laughs) You're eating. My wife likes to get on me for eating like weird. She says I, I could eat weird foods for breakfast. And part of that is my schedule's all messed up. You know, I'm getting up at three something. You know, we're getting in here around like four. And then, uh, you know, by now, now it's like almost lunchtime, really, for me, like at 9 a.m. when most people are thinking about breakfast. So that has part to do with it. But I'm also a type of person where I don't want to be shackled by the traditional food items at a certain time of day, right? Like, I would eat a cheeseburger for breakfast. Right. right? I would eat, you know, a chicken salad for breakfast, right? A steak. If you wanted to make me a steak with mashed potatoes in the morning, that's something I would eat for breakfast. I don't want to be kind of, uh, you know, pigeonholed into breakfast-only foods. And my wife makes fun of me. I'll, half the time, if we go out for breakfast, I will order, like, a sandwich or something like that. And I just say, you know what? That's what I'm hungry for right now. It's my fuel for the day. You are the opposite of most people because most people go out later and order breakfast. Most people like when they go to a restaurant yeah. and look at the menu and say, wait, 
this isn't all day breakfast. Oh, it is. Let us give you the the breakfast menu. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's true. That people will eat breakfast all day, but they won't eat regular food all day. I, there's a stigma. I mean, there's a reason McDonald's doesn't serve their breakfast items before, you know, 9 a.m. or I think it's 11 yeah. or something like that, which, by the way, is bogus at an airport. If you're at an airport, people are flying in and out all times of the day. Yeah, there's I mean, no time. Sometimes you're getting up at, you know, 3 in the morning, 2 in the morning to catch a flight that leaves at 5, and you land somewhere for a connector, and to you, it's the middle of the day, right. even though it might be 8.30, and all they're serving is the hash brown at uh, fast food, whether it's Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, you name it, at the airport. Like, come on. If you're in an airport, I think you should be uh, flipping some burgers 24-7. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can get a beer, but you can't get the lunch or dinner right? item to go with it. That's a little strange. <laughs> That's a little strange to me. Um, but, no, I, I think pizza is a perfectly fine food, kind of for that reason, but kind of because – you know, I think it is good breakfast food. It's better breakfast food than than the cake that we're eating right now, or some of the other it's things. Delicious. But I, I, I want since we're on the subject of food, you mentioned being at the airport, mentioned vacation. What is your typical vacation meal? You know, a lot of people say I would never eat this if I wasn't on vacation. Do you have that particular meal? Something that you will only eat on vacation, or you know, when you're uh, I don't know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're overindulging. For me, lately, it's become because I have tried to, you know, spent over the last like five years or so, I've tried to be a lot better eating, you know, very conscious of what I'm eating way more so than I ever was. Right. I think as you get a little older, you have to be. And so for me, it's the thing that I love, but I've really cut out milkshakes. So if I go, that's now relegated to, that's my vacation food, where if I'm on vacation somewhere and I'm talking... An actual, va- not like a few days off of work right. vacation. I'm going somewhere. Literally out of town. I will find a place where I can get a nice milkshake, a nice chocolate milkshake. And that's kind of my vacation mm, indulgent good. food. I like that. At least for me. Do you have one? I'm guessing. It depends on, on the mind. region. Okay. Yeah, that makes I, sense. You know, because there's a lot of places, because we have such great food in Buffalo, a lot of places won't come here. And that's fine because we have great food. We have great local food, and I want to keep it that way. But, you know, last week I went down to Virginia and I went through Pennsylvania. So I hit two of my favorites. I had a Permani sandwich and I had mm-hmm. Bojangles breakfast. You know, if I'm out west, In and Out Burger. You know, if I'm on the Vegas Strip, that's where I'm going. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a regional thing for me. You have to hit the places where you don't have in your hometown. Right. If I'm in Columbus, White Castle. Yeah, I do that, too. I mean, if I'm rolling through, uh, you know, western Pennsylvania, we're hitting up a Primanti Brothers, and that's – I don't – it's you have to do it. How often are you there? I didn't know what Primanti's was until I went to Pittsburgh with you. So you opened my eyes to the delicious Permani Brothers sandwich. Yeah, and now your arteries are thanking me. <laughs> um, or, or your doctor, I should say, is thanking me. Um, a lot of people chiming in on some of the different breakfast items you have. Camp toast is one of the ones that are coming in. And I think French toast is one of these things that fits into the category of, you know, come on, really? It's delicious, great breakfast food. I love it, but that's a dessert. Yeah. A bread, a thick bread with uh, cinnamon. And sugar and eggs. I mean, I guess the eggs is where you 
in the French toast batter is how you get away with saying that there is some nutritional value to it. <laughs> but I, I don't think that there is uh, anything like that. Um, steak and eggs, I see that on the t- – I think that totally counts. That's a great breakfast. Steak and eggs is a great breakfast. I, that that must, might be the most healthy breakfast you can possibly eat compared to everything else that we're talking about here. Oh, it's healthier than this cake probably. I mean, this cake's delicious. <laughs> this cake's delicious, but steak and eggs probably has more nutritional value. It's definitely healthier. Um, and, you know, a lot of people bring up the breakfast sandwiches, whether it's, you know, these uh, muffin sandwiches, hash browns. I, like I said, I don't put that quite in the same category because that is, to an extent, it's not great for you, but it is real food. Right. It's not a dessert. Right. You're not going to eat. Uh, you know, a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich for dessert, probably. I'm sure there are some people who do. I can't imagine following up a meal with, hey, you know what? That meal was delicious. Let me top it off with bacon, egg, bacon and cheese. egg, and cheese. <laughs> Just to add to that. No, but I am, I am a real food any time of the day. I wake up and uh, my first meal, I, I, I'm not going to eat before I'm ready. I, I'm not a person who forces breakfast. I probably don't eat until about three or four hours right. after I'm up. Um, just because I'm not in the mood to. But once I am in the mood to eat, give me anything. You know, like give me a burger, give me um, chicken, give me anything like that, and I'll be completely fine with it. It doesn't have to be breakfast food. But you know, I think about breakfast food breakfast food, and all the things I've had in the past, cookies somehow passed. You see that? At, you know, when you go to a coffee shop, they've got cookies, cinnamon rolls, of course, donuts, oh, yeah. which is that's worse than cake. I think the cake that we're eating right now is better for you than a donut. Oh, 100%. has to be. Yeah. It's not fried. Right. It's it's basically a baked donut to some extent. Yeah, yeah. And a little lighter than the donuts I eat, too. Um, you have the Pop-Tarts that we talked about before, uh, cake, and not just the coffee cake, but I have eaten on many occasions just cake cake. If there's birthday cake in the fridge, that all. Cake from the fridge, too, it hits a little bit different. It's You're talking a like cold. cake that's been sitting in the fridge for a few days? Or even just like overnight, I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's it's a little bit better. You're right. It does something a little about different. it. Yeah, <laughs> I I do love it. But I've had that for breakfast. Um, uh, cookies I've mentioned before, and I, I think this is it's almost an embarrassing one. But the ice cream for breakfast. I mean, there I'm just going off indulging. No one's serving ice cream for breakfast that I know of. But I have had ice cream for breakfast, and I've been known. Back in my uh, younger days, uh, before school in the morning, before the bus came, if there was mint ice cream in the freezer, a scoop of that instead of brushing your teeth, um, that passed for me at least. Yeah. You know what? I've, I've done that with Thin Mints before, so I can't say I've that. done that too. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything mint flavored? You got an Andy's mint. Right. It's brushing your teeth. You know, sometimes, sometimes you're in a hurry and you're on your way to school and you say, you know, I forgot to brush my teeth. So you go to the vending machine and you get a peppermint patty. A lot of people pointing in. There are eggs in most cakes. I guess if you want, if you want to be very technical about it, you can kind of point out. And then someone's saying the best dessert for breakfast is pumpkin pie. I, that's obviously one. I think the day after Thanksgiving, yes. how many people are eating pumpkin pie for breakfast? And Probably a ton. A lot of people are eating pumpkin pie, and a lot of people are doing what you're talking about. They're eating turkey for breakfast. Right, they're eating. Yes. They're eating their Thanksgiving dinner for breakfast because a lot of people, not this year, because there's a very important game at eight o'clock on Thanksgiving. Uh, but most years, there's a lot of people that will fall asleep right after dinner, 
And the next thing, the next thing you know, they wake up in the morning and they go back to that dinner. Yeah, they go back to that meal. And I've I've been known to do that too. I that's one of the things: leftover turkey, leftover chicken, something like that in the fridge. Absolutely, I'm popping that top to the uh, you know whatever we stored it in, sneaking under the foil, something like that. Yeah, just a few bites of that of uh, turkey or chicken, and that's when my wife comes in and yeah, what are you doing? It's just like yeah, just sneaking a little bit of something. I gotta eat something for breakfast. So breakfast, this this is where she gets on me for having any food at any point of the day. She's like, I was saving that for lunch. I was like, well, okay, I, I will save some for you for lunch. I'll find something else to have for lunch or maybe not eat lunch. This is what I want right now. I'm filling up on my turkey yeah. or uh, chicken, whatever the meat was from last night. Uh, you know, maybe some taco beef and, uh, you know, laying down the, the base layer of energy for the rest of the day. There it is. I think that's a, a great idea. I I think a lot of people maybe this weekend – is uh, more so you're experimenting with that line of thinking earlier in the morning than others because you're at the Taste of Buffalo. Yes. So if you go early, which I know a lot of people do to go early, maybe avoid the some, crowd. Yeah, beat some of the crowded uh, times that you see later in the afternoon and toward the evening. You're eating foods that you probably normally wouldn't eat before or around noon. Right. right? When you're talking barbecue, um, different chicken wings, any any sort of a hoagie or sandwich. Those are probably foods that you're only having that early on the Taste of Buffalo weekend. Yeah. Oh, I. you know what? I got to get myself down there this weekend because the the smell, just walking down the street of Taste of Buffalo and smelling all those delicious smells from all those local restaurants, uh, something we definitely missed last year. And I'm, I'm glad the, um, uh, the gentleman here today from the Taste of Buffalo said what I've been thinking the whole time. You know, the virtual thing just wasn't the same. You know, it's so nice to now be in person this year to have – you know, a, a crowded street to be able to walk up. And I don't have to cook this food. Someone's going to give me that food. I get to taste all these different places. And, you know, there are places that I had never gone to before the Taste of Buffalo. Went there one year for the Taste of Buffalo. And guess what? Now it's a regular place that I will regularly visit. Um, I like how people are saying that right now, right? That the uh, virtual stuff is just not the same. Yeah. Virtual stuff. It's like now that we're past doing the virtual, we can admit like, yeah, that, that was terrible. We just, we just, yeah. we were <laughs> that bored. Stunk. Yeah. That stunk. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we pretended it was cool for a while, but everyone knows like, yeah, it just was, uh, was nowhere near to the real thing. Um, it, not a lot of people are chiming in. Uh, reminder, if you want to text us, you want to send us an email, something like that, of any Lawn Fate other event that's going on as well over the next several weeks or months, let us know because I think there's a lot of interest, especially you know seeing that the Taste of Buffalo is coming back. What else is coming back? I, it snuck up on me until a listener reminded me today that over in Williamsville, oh, that's right. Old Home Days is coming back um, starting next week. Uh, Tuesday, it's a middle of the week event. It's, I love, I love that. It's a rarity, and it is kind of nice to have one of these middle of the week events. But July thirteenth through the sixteenth, that is next week, out in Williamsville, normal, uh, you know, time, normal place, and it is the return of what they call the best beer tent you'll visit this summer. It is, it is up there. It is up there. Is is it the best? I. I think from uh, general consensus would say it is – I mean, it's certainly the biggest. It's got to be the biggest, right? Beer tent of the summer? Mm, yeah, yeah. You're talking about actual size of the tent? Yes. Yes, it is. The, the size, yes. the amount of people you have in there. I think it's the biggest. Is it the best? 
that's up to your own interpretation. Uh, yeah, I think that depends on your interpretation, uh, what you kind of like. I've always liked the, uh, you know, Canal, Canal Fest obviously isn't happening this year. I've always liked the Canal so Fest uh, beer tent, but that I, I think is best for me because you can walk to it. Right. Right. That makes that's your personal best. The beer tent you can walk to, which is why the lawn fates at neighborhood churches are always maybe the best beer tent for everyone in that community because you're walking to and from there. When I, I when I lived across the street from old home days for three years, that was my go to uh, my go to event. And that was my favorite. But, Brian, it was my favorite because I could walk to it, you know? Hey, old home days. You know, people would text, hey, we're at old home days. Well, I wasn't thinking of going, but I literally can see old home days from my apartment. All right, I'll be right there. You yes. know, and, and, and that's great in the summer, and you, you can take full advantage of the, uh, of the adult beverages if you are able to walk there, if you're in the, in the area. But I, I love this next week because I can go to old home days on Wednesday, and then Thursday, my, vacation, my little vacation weekend starts. So uh, not a bad way to kick off the weekend. Uh, somebody just chiming in. Queen of Heaven Carnival began yesterday, and uh, that is running through this weekend. Um, I believe that's out in West Seneca. Um, correct me if I'm wrong on that one, but uh, that that's going on, so that's back. We have another carnival back, another uh, lawn fete, that, yeah, uh, out in West Seneca on Seneca Street. Queen of Heaven's going on. Anything else, you can let us know, 803-0930, of what else is happening uh, beside just the Taste of Buffalo, because the Taste of Buffalo obviously is going to be the biggest festival that's coming back, but uh, a lot of these other smaller ones are coming back, too. And at Old Home Days uh, on, on next Wednesday, um, for all those people that haven't gotten their vaccine yet, they'll be doing vaccine shots four to eight. There you go. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> uh, you say the Eden Corn Festival? Yeah, it says uh, August 5th through the 8th. August 5th through the 8th, uh, the Eden Corn Festival is coming back. Uh, I like Ooh. I like what someone's saying. The best part of the Taste of Buffalo is stopping by at the Statler Lobby Bar, which is one of my favorite I love the lobby bar. downtown uh, bars. I'm not sure, because it's been so long, you'll have to send an update, uh, whoever that was who just texted in or someone else who knows and has been down there because of all the renovations. I'm not sure if that's open or if that's changed at all over oh. the last year because the Statler I know from the outside looks a lot different, but I have not been in there in, I mean, it's been a long time since I've been inside that lobby bar at the Statler that you can kind of stop at. It's right along the path down at Delaware Avenue. I was in Statler a week or two ago, and it was open. It, it was open. open. There were people filing in and out. Does um, the, the first floor, when you walk in, it kind of looks the same as it always has? Yeah. The yeah. outside looks so much different, though, right? Yep. The back door, the, they put new um, entryway awning things over that are all lit up, and it all looks really nice. It does look really nice. What they've done work on looks really nice. And uh, happy Doug Jamal, another building that he is uh, bringing back. I mean, obviously, it had already been started, but Doug Jamal taking that project over. Uh, the tower downtown looks great. Let's see what he can do with the Boulevard Mall. Yeah, how about that? It's another boon to a lot of those businesses downtown along Delaware Avenue where, uh, or anywhere really close to where the taste is that haven't really seen the business no. because there hasn't been the events like that over the last year, and you're able to do things like that. It's not just the taste of Buffalo, but, hey, duck in here or there or somewhere along the route. That's not far away, and you can do that all weekend long, too. Yeah, you've got that. You've got the restaurants that are used to that afternoon business during the week. But since there are still people, believe it or not, that are working from home, aren't in the office, uh, this will be another great opportunity uh, for them to be open and to see some business that, like you said, Brian, they have not seen in almost two years. All right, Joe, what's your opinion on this a text that came in about our bad breakfasts? Uh, bad slash best breakfast, right, because it's the best thing to eat. It's not the best thing for you. Belgian waffles. 
with ice cream topped with fresh fruit and whipped cream. Now, that's a meal right there, but we'll stick with just the basic. Belgian waffles, and I'll add pancakes to this. Does that fall into the category that we're talking about? I think the waffles, yes. Because waffles and ice cream, waffle cones go together. That's something you usually do for dessert. I don't know who's having pancakes for dessert. Oh, I have before. I love pancakes. Yeah? I, I have definitely done that before. Um, but I, I kind of agree with you to an extent there. I, I say they both are a no. As soon as you add whipped cream or ice cream to the waffle, then it slides into right. the yes. Yes. Uh, but the pancakes, I think I agree with you, is a solid no. Because that's a that's just a hearty, regular breakfast. Yeah. Pancakes, bacon, uh, you throw some eggs or something out there. That's like... I'm about to go chop a tree down. Get the lumberjack breakfast. It's uh, your Paul Bunyan lumberjack breakfast. By the way, hey hey guys, there's a Primate Brothers in Erie just outside the mall. I was just there less than a week ago. Jeez. <laughs> That's right. I'm I saying, stopped I know on the that. way. It's not exactly a, you know around the corner. No, but on the way on the way back from Virginia, that's where uh, we stopped for dinner. And uh, yeah, I love that location. Um, there's uh, somebody else saying there's I'm trying to put these texts together, an Oktoberfest down, but I, I don't know where. Uh, where exactly you're talking about that was going on. Uh, the East Aurora sidewalk sale is going on at the end of this month, opening uh, day of the Olympics, G- July 23rd. You can't go to the Olympics, so go to the East Aurora sides, yeah. sidewalk sale. That's actually a great motto if your uh, uh, event is that weekend. Hey, listen, I know you wanted to go to the Tokyo Olympics instead. Come to the East Aurora sidewalk sale. Will you let them use it? <laughs> I, that's yours. Uh, take it for free. Now, here's the thing. When you talk about uh, fast food pancakes, which mm. have always been called hot cakes, I put that more toward the dessert because that literally is a cake. Pancakes, it's something different. It's not quite a cake cake. Like, it's not – you can't make a birthday cake out of pancake batter. You can make a birthday cake out of hot, hot cake, cake batter. Yeah. <laughs> it's a totally different thing. It's why those hotcakes are so delicious. But I would put that in the bad breakfast category. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, anything sweet from uh, from fast food, you can probably put that in the bad slash best uh, breakfast category. Yeah, the, the like apple turnovers, yeah. um, things like that. Or apple pies. Apple pies, all of that. I think that fits into the bad breakfast. Things you shouldn't be eating for breakfast. Right. But, yeah. you know. Somehow, I want to know when that happened. We need, like, a historian. When a fast food historian? Yeah. When did, not just fast, just food in general, when did, you know, dessert become okay to eat for breakfast, right? <laughs> I mean, when, when did that happen? We'll have to ask the Pawn Star guys if they know someone. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we only have a few more minutes left. Uh, Joe. Yes. Uh, Maria. Okay. You ready? Maria. Let's go. M U. R-R-A-Y-A. There you go. Let's hear it. M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. That is correct. (laughs) Joe, you can now uh, go toe-to-toe with the (laughs) 14-year-olds. Script spelling bee champion. Brian, before we get out of here, I am uh, babysitting my nephew tonight. Any any pointers? Yeah, just uh, chill out. In all seriousness, that that is my pointer because I, I think a lot of people, this is... I'm guessing it's your first time babysitting anybody. Yes. Yeah. So I, I understand that people get a little freaked out. The parents are probably more 
freaked out. If you're calm, then the parents will be calm, and then everything will work out perfectly. It's way easier than you think. Okay. There's really not that much to do. Yeah. Uh, before, when he starts running around and walking around, then it you know gets a little tricky. Then you got to be on your toes. I won't volunteer to. You got to stretch before uh, yeah. babysitting. <laughs> you got to do some of that. But right now, I think you'll be fine tonight. Okay. But you, you, like I said, act calm. And everything will be calm. I'm good at that. Just uh, you know, make it seem like you have everything under control. All right. There it is. We will see you back here on Monday. Please don't forget to tune in to Hardline on Sunday. We will have sheriff candidates talking about the recent rise in violence. We are also looking to have a member of the Assembly. So tune in Sunday at 10. Brian and I will be back Monday at 9 here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 